Hello and welcome to the Cinderella podcast, where we watch and review every Cinderella adaptation we can get our hands on, discussing the same story over and over until we slowly go insane. I'm Liv. And I'm Talon. And today we watched Pinkerella, made in 1969, which is, I mean, it's the Pink Panther Cinderella. It's, yeah. it's a Pink Panther cartoon. It's from the 60s. It's six minutes and 40 seconds long. It is very, very, very pink and very weird. If by weird you mean amazing, yes. It was amazing. Well, we'll come back to that. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to it. So how does, uh, how does this magical pink wonderland of a story begin? So we get this beautiful intro with like the classic Pink Panther music that's like, I have the Adams Family theme song stuck in my head, so I can't do it. Oh. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. You guys all know the Pink Panther theme song. Come on. Yeah. And it's like this beautiful hand-drawn cell animation with this really interesting palette of these pinks but with also really vibrant accent colors Mm -hmm. so pink is sort of being used as a neutral tone in this yeah it's visually gorgeous it's very interesting and very fun to look at and we have this beautiful pink cityscape and the roofs are like tinged green and the lights are yellow and the sky is pink and there's this big white full moon and there are swirls in the sky and it almost looks like a giant eye just looking out at you. It's very Van Gogh-esque. Like it looks like Starry Night except instead of blue it's pink. But also if it was a cartoon. And a cartoon but also yes I also have that it looks like a giant eye. Yeah. And um, it's just this big full moon and it is immediately interrupted by the silhouette of a witch flying across it, weaving drunkenly, it turns out, giggling. You know, guys, the the witch part of the Cinderella. <laughs> I have her in my notes as giggle cackling. Yep. Because it was like exactly in between a giggle and a cackle. There was something very witchy about it. But not like malicious, just drunken joy. The way that Tim Curry laughs in it. Oh, I don't like that comparison. It's not like wrong, though. Okay, so the switch is like green and kind of squat, but it makes her look very cute, actually, because she's so round and little. And she's got the big nose and the big chin. And she's got one bottom tooth sticking out and very stringy black hair with a pointy black witch hat. Liv, would you like to describe the rest of her outfit? So what I have about this witch is that she has the same body geometry as Calvin and from Calvin and Hobbes. So <laughs> she's like 50% head. Her broom, which you've failed to mention, Talon, has an orange balloon on the back of it that says champagne flight. And she's got a little coupe glass, which is one of the champagne glasses that's very f- sort of flat and round, very bowl-shaped. And it's full of pink champagne bubbles, and she's just downing them in a single gulp and hitting them with a magic wand. Uh, she's wearing a black dress. She's got little white bloomers 
-hmm. and like little black cowboy boots. It's pretty cute. So that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, and oh, she's green. She's green, by the way. I said that. You said she's green. Okay, good. I said she's green. I oh my god, I hope I said she's green. That was the first thing I meant to say. Hmm. We'll work it out. Either you said it or it'll show up now. (laughs) Great, 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 great. (laughs) So. Every time she finishes drinking a glass, she like hiccups, hits it with her wand, it refills, she downs it immediately, and giggle cackles again, which like, to be fair, other than the like, implications of operating a magical vehicle, which may or may not be sentient enough to like avoid trouble, that sounds delightful. Yeah. I, I could see why she would be having a really good time being a witch with a never-ending pink bubbly champagne glass but she is getting kind of tipsy because as she goes to fill up her champagne glass the third time she pops the balloon on the back of her broomstick and in her surprise drops the magic wand and it falls into a garbage can and it's shooting little lightning bolts and stars with sort of like a buzzing sound so like the sounds that like burp, 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 like radio made back in the 40s like it's shooting those it's like electric static sounds yeah yeah but i like your burp, burp, burp. that was good <laughs> so then the pink panther walks by and listen i don't want to assume that people know what the pink panther cartoons are because i don't know what the pink panther cartoons are oh. so i think i've seen what one maybe when i was a young child in russia what and if you feel like i'm being unnecessarily pedantic in describing this and i should be like yeah obviously he's standing on his hind legs or whatever listen i i've never seen this before this is completely baffling to me so the pink panther is just a very tall stringy live are you okay no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm shook. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm catching up. I, I thought, I'm so sorry. This is Western privilege. I grew up watching the Pink <laughs> Panther. I just assume that everyone has also grown up watching the Pink Panther, even though it's from the 60s, which I'm not from. No, no, like, you're not wrong. I do remember watching an episode in Russia. I think it involved cheerleaders making a pyramid. And possibly a golf course. There was one that was Van Gogh-based where, like, uh, he's painting the Mona Lisa, but it's a panther Mona Lisa. It's great. But, like, I, I love the old Pink Panther movies. So, and there's one of these at the beginning of each one. Like, they just it starts with a little completely random <laughs> Pink Panther cartoon. So I had not seen this one before. But I've seen a lot of them. And I'm just, I'm, I thought that... Well, that's great. Because now we'll see, like, now we'll be able to have an interesting discussion about which parts of these are, like, Cinderella coming into the story. Mm-hmm. Which part of, which of these, like, things that have happened to us are just Pink Panther staples. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm good. I think I've, I'm holding it together. You, sh- you should continue talking. Yeah. Okay. So he's just like a guy. He's just a pink dude with very big feet. Mm-hmm. And he kind of like his shoulders are very hunched. He has very rounded shoulders. 
Those arms are just kind of long and like hanging by his sides and he's got little rounded ears. And, and you know, he's pink and I'm told he's a panther and he's got like a long tail. He's got like a white belly and he is most importantly not wearing any clothes. Yes, that was my, that was exactly what I was about to say. He's very pink. Mm -hmm. He interacts with humans in the world who do wear clothes. I just don't like it. So he's walking past, just walking down the street. I don't know if he's going somewhere. He does a lot of walking in profile uh, from one side of the screen to the other mm -hmm. in this cartoon, which that's fine. I, I like it fine, but it was a lot. And he walks past the trash cans that have the magic wand in the trash and it buzzes again. So he doubles back and picks it up. And of course, the first thing he does is waves it vaguely at the trash and it turns into red roses. Mm -hmm. So he blinks and then he taps the fire hydrant next to him and it turns into a mushroom the size of the fire hydrant. And he looks confused the whole time. Mm -hmm. So my question for you is, do you think these things are random? Like the magic wand is just set to randomize or is the magic wand carrying out his will? I think that the magic wand is some sort of like cursed genie object because if you have will, you can clearly make it do what you want. Otherwise, it would not have kept refilling the witch's glass with champagne. Mm -hmm. However, it's also clearly a little bit sentient because it does try to leave her. And it does what the Pink Panther wants later. However, he doesn't know what it is now. So it clearly just has a little bit of self-guidance i don't think it is sentient at all it didn't leave the witch's hand she threw up her arms in the air triumphantly after the glass refilled itself for the third time and in that process with the motion of her hands being thrown up she flung the wand out of her hands okay okay fine i'll give and you that one the balloon and through like, a series of wacky events is now in the hands of the Pink Panther, who I'm told is a character. But, like, he wasn't... There's no indication that he was planning on turning that pile of garbage into roses because he's really confused by it. And he doesn't turn... It's not like there were dead flowers and now they're alive. And I thought that he was going to make things glamorous. So when he touched the fire hydrant, I thought it was going to turn into, like, a fountain. Mm -hmm. like, a, like a ritzy fountain. No, giant mushroom. Okay, so maybe it is will-powered, and he didn't know it was will-powered, and so it just took whatever stray thought he had near the surface, and that's why he's like, okay, I was, huh. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? But um, he does continue to test this on various things, so he walks down the street, taps a mailbox, like a, like a post office drop box, turns into a dresser. But it's still the same exact size as it used to be, which I found very charming. Yeah, yeah. He taps a bus stop sign, which turns into a giant lollipop. And then he slips in a banana peel, which is traditional shenanigans. Um, I mean, I have seen other cartoons before, Liz. Okay, well, you, you threw me for a loop, okay? <laughs> now I'm just, I feel like I gotta go back to square zero. Anyways, so he slips... The wand falls on him and turns him into a frog, which is now the second time we've had frogs in our Cinderella. Mm -hmm. He picks it back up and tries to turn himself back into a panther, and he sort of succeeds, but his legs are still frog legs. He tries again, 
He fixes his legs, but now he has a frog head. He tries a third time, and he's back to being himself. And he's like, ah, oh, good. They never speak, by the way. There's no, there are no words in this. He just sort of makes a, ha, ah, yes, kind of face. And turns around to walk away. And as he walks away, his tail turns into a big pink flesh umbrella. It, like, opens up at the tip in an, exactly the shape of an umbrella. But it is still, at the same time, very much the same, like, color and texture as his tail. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like some sort of horrible umbrella lizard. Yes. So he's he's annoyed at this. He's perturbed. He scowls at his tail and sort of smacks it with its wand, and it goes back to being a regular tail. And then we're just we're done with that. We just cut to black. That's we're done now. Mm-hmm. And we cut to a billboard that says "Beauty Contest." Win first prize a date with pelvis parsley that's right pelvis parsley pelvis parsley in fabulous las vegas and the small print at the bottom of the billboard says at civic auditorium saturday june 9th so an appropriate day of the week to have a ball yes saturday and yes uh i i like knowing that it's in june yeah i think that's nice i like it when they give us a solid date Instead of tomorrow. Yeah, just like, I mean, it is that day. It is now. It's happening right now. Yes, but I like that we know that it, that was, like, on a billboard date. So, presumably, they didn't announce it. No, no, no. So, uh, on the billboard. Like, it's not a one-day billboard. (laughs) Next to, (laughs) no, it's not a one-day billboard, thank God. Um, So, on this is there is a giant picture of pelvis parsley um in uh profile and it's obviously just elvis um big chin elvis cartoon what are those things called caricatures caricature it's just an elvis presley caricature it's very elvis presley inspired they didn't like try to do his lips or his expressions or mannerisms or anything like that no just so he's like a very like cheap knockoff of elvis which i find infinitely more charming and he's wearing a white turtleneck sweater, and he's got, like, long eyelashes. Very long And just, eyelashes. like, very long sideburns. And a massive chin. Just chin. A very big chin. Chin for days. And uh, there is, it turns out, a girl standing in front of this billboard looking at it, but she is standing so still that we don't notice. And um, I've just described her as thin sadness from inside out. Like, she's literally blue. Her skin is blue. She's blue. Just a very sad blue girl. I mean, just, you know, her story is very sad. She lives in a blue world with a blue house. Oh, my God. And a blue car. You're killing me. And everything is blue. I'm dying. (laughs) You can cut that. That was just for me. No, I'm leaving that. No cuts. (laughs) Seriously, though, she does look like sadness from inside out. She's got the same, like, bangs, haircuts, and sort of short bob. And she's wearing a very raggedy dress and also, like, coraches. So she's wearing sandals, which is a little weird. But we focus in on her now, and we see her thinking about this. And pelvis parsley. I'm going to have such a hard time with that. Pelvis parsley. I wrote his name out every single time. Because I was so delighted that his name was Pelvis Parsley. 
and also because I was furious that I couldn't use the initial P because I was already using that for Pink Panther. And okay. if I put double P, I would be equally confused because, again, Pink Panther. And then I was like, what about just P for Prince? But it's still a P. I will let you know that I had the exact same problem mm -hmm. where I was like, oh, good. Just double P. Nope, that's the other one. Okay. I, I went ahead and did it anyways and just trusted, you know, oh, trusted my luck. Maybe that's why it took me 30 minutes longer than you to get through the movie and take notes. Yeah, maybe even 45 minutes, but yeah. <laughs> just calling you out here. Anyways, so she thinks about him in this thought bubble and she looks at her raggedy, patched, scrubby dress and the thought bubble pops. And I have that she just sadnesses her way off screen she just sort of slunks in a very dejected way out of frame and mm -hmm. at exactly the same time the pink panther appears into frame from the other side and he looks in her direction after her like very thoughtfully and then he turns and he looks at the billboard and then i guess the sad blue girl who is like obviously it's cinderella like we're watching a cinderella yeah, duh. Or should we not tell them? I, I think they're going to know. Okay. <laughs> so the sad blue girl, who's, you know, obviously Cinderella, uh, walks into this shack and... It's so tiny. It's basically an outhouse. It's very, very small. And again, we have this beautiful pink background with the sky and, like, the ground is blue and pink. But the house is a regular wood color, and it's got these cute little flowers and pots on the windowsill, and there is a little horseshoe above the door. So I think this might be her house, which means she doesn't have an evil stepmother and stepsisters that she has to live with and serve. But it might mean that she used to and she just left, which like good for her. Well, so part of the reason that you put a horseshoe above your door canonically is to keep out the fae because they can't pass under iron. It just has implications. Interesting. And, I mean, it's also for luck, but it's for luck because it keeps out the fae who steal your stuff and, you know, mess with you like little punks. Anyways, so the Pink Panther sees this gets an idea and smiles and he walks to this very tiny house and waves his wand at it and it becomes a much nicer little house it, it's much bigger but it's still pretty small and it has now a bigger window with curtains and flowers out front and it's a nice little house okay so the house is teal with purple curtains and like a hot pink door and the shrubs are very stylistic, like they're very skinny with like round tops, which is all to say it looks like something she might like. Like, I think it I think she might really like it. Yeah, but she's she's definitely freaked out because her entire house has just transformed around her and she flees into the yard. Yes, that's true. That is exactly what happens. She like yells and runs out of the house to look at it. Well, and then the Pink Panther taps her on the shoulder because she's turned around and sort of bows to her and she turns around and screams at the top of her lungs and flees back inside. She also looks like she's been electrocuted. Yeah. But she does run back into the house. 
But then immediately after, she kind of peeks out and is like looking at him with her hands on the side of the door. Mm-hmm. And all of her mannerisms in this are so personable. And like she moves in ways that have a lot of characterization to them. Yeah. And it's just very charming. Agreed. But um, the Pink Panther sort of points to the wand and then points to the billboard. And she points at herself sort of questioningly and he nods excitedly and he waves his wand at her and she turns into Wilma from the Flintstones. That's exactly what I said. Yes. Because I, ha- I literally into. have it's a little Wilma Flintstone. Yes. So like red hair, very blue eyes, Caucasian skin now, very tight white dress that's strapless, lots of cleavage, very short skirt, but it's very, very full and it has this pretty like giant white flower on the hip like it's really cute and she has very pointy shoes that just go to like a v like very very pointy her hair is in a red bob with bangs and she's got a little white headband and she's got blue eyeshadow on super cute and she kind of touches her skirt and the skirt moves like the animated like her pulling it up almost like a curtsy and she clasps her hands together and she just looks like super happy Mm -hmm. the pig panther bows to her and then he brings over a pumpkin and three mice and as he raises his wand with a flourish the mice run off into the city like right into the city and then out of frame and then back into frame being followed by a truck still pulling the pumpkin behind them and the truck is honking at them it's delightful because they're i guess going whatever the speed limit there is yep so improvising he goes across the street to joe's junkyard to find a wrecked car and he walks past like the, the entrance gateway box with the proprietor sitting in it and it's it's just danny devito <gasps> that's what i said <laughs> He looks so much like Danny DeVito as the dad in Matilda. Yes. It's just, in, his, it's, in his little fedora and he's wearing a brown suit. He looks like a little cartoon mafia man. Exactly. And he's like eating a cigar with a newspaper open. It's amazing. So the Pink Panther points to a car that's just been absolutely totaled. And Danny DeVito holds up his hand to indicate that it will cost $5. And that there's a sign that says cash only. Okay, so I looked up how much $5 was in 1969. Apparently, it's equivalent to about $40 today, which makes that a very, very, very junky car. Yep. Yuppers. It sure does. It, it's literally total, though. Like, it's been smushed. It is, it's not just, oh, this is a junk car. This is a car with bits missing, and this car has been seriously smushed. This is rusted metal in a shape reminiscent of a car. Yes. This was definitely a car once. It was, indeed. So the Pink Panther taps his own hand with the wand, and a dollar, like a a money bill appears. We assume it's a $5 bill. And he hands it to Danny DeVito, and he goes to the car, and he magics it again, and it turns into a very, very fancy long black car. Now, when I say long, I mean... Not the body of the car, but the the hood of the car. The front part of the car is fully four times as long as the cab. It's it's delightful. And the cab is very tall. And 
carriage-like. So I, I love this car. It's got fancy little sort of gold designs on it. It's this very shiny black. Like, this is a great car. It looks very goth. It looks like something the Adams family might ride in. Yes. It also is vaguely reminiscent of a hearse because yes. of its proportions. Not yes. the style, but just like the shape that it exists in. Yeah, it is definitely hearse-like. So he drives the car out of the lot. And Danny DeVito does a like double spit take and spits out his cigar and looks at the $5 bill in just deep confusion. And then he looks straight at the camera. I didn't like it. I didn't like that he was making eye contact with me from his little cartoon universe. But yes, Danny DeVito, I do agree. That's very surprising. Weird things are happening to you today at work. Yeah, he's having a your money laundering yeah. fake junkyard. So the Pink Panther gets in the car, like he puts on a little chauffeur hat. Cinderella gets in the car and he drives her to the ball. And they pull into the auditorium to where it says parking. And he stops the car and she gets out and runs in. And he gets out too and starts running after her. And we were like, oh, is he is he going to the beauty contest as well? Like what's what's happening but no no the witch flies in remember the witch guys from from the beginning great she flies in mm -hmm. with her broom and just straight into him just full-on collision knocks the wand out of his hand hits him on the head with her broom cackles and runs away on her broomstick so she's got the broomstick like between her legs but she's mostly just running mm -hmm. and uh the pink panther is in pursuit and the witch is trying to fly on her broom, but it keeps sputtering like a motorcycle. Yeah. But not the actual way a motorcycle sounds. Uh, like a person making motorcycle sounds with their mouth. Mm -hmm. And it's a very good motorcycle impression, but it is like 100% a person just going. Buh, 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 buh. Yep, that was, that was exactly the sound. Uh, so she tries to get a running start and jump up to fly and it's still not working. And then we cut to the stage where Cinderella is and it looks like this beautiful theater with an orange background and purpley pinkish curtains. Everyone in the audience is clapping and cheering. There's all these cameras pointed at the stage mm -hmm. that say PDQ TV on them, which is apparently a real thing. Sure. Why not? And Cinderella's on stage with presumably the pageant host. Mm -hmm. And the pageant host holds out a crown and she closes her eyes and clasps her hands by her chin. Say that three times fast. <laughs> and he just kind of puts the crown on her head. Which, like, if you're going to have a fantasy about just, like, what you would love to happen, you go to a party you're the prettiest one there, and then they put a crown on your head. Oh, my God. I'm just describing a pageant. That's a pageant. That's not weird. No, pageants are weird. I'm, I'm, I'm still with you. Pageants are very weird. Okay. Great. Great, great, great. So she's got the crown. She's got a huge smile on her face, and she's just happily crying while the audience cheers. Mm -hmm. Then we have mm -hmm. this dramatic fanfare. And we pan to the edge of the stage where the curtains are. And oh my God, it's pelvis parsley. He walks onto the stage. Uh, his eyes are closed because he's a cool guy. He's wearing a white turtleneck. 
with a mustard yellow suit with mustard yellow pants and mustard yellow shoes. And it is kind of working. As he's strutting down the stage, he opens his eyes, sees Cinderella. His eyes kind of bug out. He pants to Cinderella, who does her signature move, blinking very slowly at him. Mm -hmm. And that's it. He's in love. He has literal hearts in his eyes. And also there's little red hearts floating around him. Mm -hmm. So he makes his move, which is to rear back and stretch one leg all the way out to where Cinderella is in the middle of the stage. And then as he sets it down, the rest of his body snaps into place next to it with kind of a boing sound. Yep. That but she likes it. It's fine. Yeah. And he just immediately pulls her into a very romantic kiss and audience cheers and catcalls. They reach for each other at the same time. And Cinderella's got one of her legs up in the back. It's very, very cute. Mm-hmm. And they get these big red hearts zooming out away from them, like the Powerpuff Girls credits. And I believe it means that this is true love. That is generally what that means. Yeah. So it, it was incredible. I was, except for the part where he just extended one leg and suddenly it was 30 feet long, like a Lovecraftian spider monster pretending to be a human. Uh, I, I loved it. Uh, he is a very barrel-chested man, but he's very spindly-legged. So he's very sturdy in through his, you know, top half. But the bottom half is very, very spider-like. He's got kind of stretched-out Johnny Bravo proportions, if yeah. that helps at all. Yep. So the witch is still running. Her broom is still sputtering. And then suddenly it works, and she laughs, and the Pink Panther watches her fly into the sky. She immediately magics up a new glass of pink champagne. Yes. And immediately downs it. She kicks her little witch feet in delight in mm-hmm. her little bloomers and her little pointy boots and slams head first and goes kind of scrunchy into a giant clock tower right into the middle of the face. And as she falls down, we realize it's midnight and the clock starts chiming. The Pink Panther looks very worried. Uh, No one has told us anything about Midnight, even though we've watched this story play out over 50 times. I forgot that things happen at midnight. (laughs) And was very distraught. So the Pink Panther is aware of this midnight curfew somehow and sprints back to the Civic Auditorium, grabs Cinderella off of stage where she is actively making out with pelvis parsley and drags her out of his arms so fast that she leaves a shoe behind and he just hauls her off into the car and drives away as we hear chimes okay wait you know what else she leaves behind though what a frozen mid-kiss pelvis parsley who for a solid bead just stands holding empty air, leaned all the way over with kissy lips and closed eyes. Pretty great. Where Cinderella used to be. It's my favorite. It was pretty great. And and then he picks up the shoe and is like, oh no. But like with his face, not, not with words. Yeah. So 
The Pink Panther and Cinderella are racing home in the car. It turns back into a junker. They just leave it by the side of the road, and they run. They get back to the house just in time, and the house turns back into a little tiny tar paper shack. She's still in her fancy dress, but then a second later, she turns blue again and is back in her dirt, sadness, and patches dress. And they both look Cinderella Sorry. up and down. Yeah. Um, and that's like when the clock stops chiming. And then we cut to the next scene where Cinderella and the Pink Panther are just sitting in her house being sad together. There's a there's an empty wine glass with a half-melted candle in it on the table mm-hmm. and a picture of a single apple on the wall. It, it's kind of roomier than I expected in there because, okay, like, yes, the Pink Panther is sitting on a crate, but, like, who hasn't had to sit on a crate at a friend's house before? And she's yeah. got a bed, and it, it looks like a regular-sized bed with, like, a bed frame and everything. Yeah, it, this house is definitely bigger on the inside because on the outside, it, this is a four foot by six foot house this is a very small house uh so just as things are i don't know hitting a midpoint of sadness <laughs> Elvis parsley sweeps into the house yep just very dramatically he's holding a shoe he walks in he walks past the pink panther he turns around, he takes his leg and tries to put the shoe on him. It does not fit. And he very smoothly in one motion gets up and turns around and continues on to Cinderella. Okay, but like, it doesn't fit with like squeaky plastic sounds. Yes. It's, it's delightful. And the Pink Panther is just looking at him like, dude, what are you, what's happening? The Pink Panther just leaves his leg outstretched just in shock of like, what's, what are you doing here? What's happening? So baffled. So, so Pelvis Parsley walks up to Cinderella, who's still sitting on the bed, He gets down on one knee in front of her. He picks her leg up by kind of like where her calf is, where I think if you have to pick up a random person's leg, which like, I don't think you should, but if you must, and they agreed to it, that's a really solid place. Yeah, the calf is definitely the, the best option available to you. Yeah, and so the shoe is on, and it fits, and she wiggles her foot around, and he grins, and she smiles at him, and he holds out his arms, and Cinderella jumps into them, and they kiss, and she transforms into her, like, pink-skinned white dress, red hair version of herself, mm-hmm. um, and the hearts start zooming out again, the red hearts that are, like, the Powerpuff Girl hearts. Which, again, I think that's, like, that has to be the true love hearts. Yeah. Because that's how the magic did the thing, because the Pink Panther didn't do anything. No. So I love that. One of my favorite things that a Cinderella can do is have the prince declare his love for her while she's still in dirty mode. I love that. It's the best. So I'm so happy that we got that. And then, yeah, Pelvis Parsley just picks her up right across the threshold style, carries her out of the room, puts her in a fancy car, and the Pink Panther walks out, and Cinderella waves at the Pink Panther from the car, and they drive away, and the back of the car says Las Vegas on it. It's like a two-seater red convertible. (laughs) It's great. 
So I've got some timing notes uh, at this point in my notes. So the, the opening sort of credits to this were a solid 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. So an eighth of the movie. And there's 13 seconds of credits at the end. And we're at minute 520 right now, which means that these guys have done an entire Cinderella in four minutes and 35 seconds. Which, which just blows my mind. I mean, they didn't do an entire Cinderella. I maintain that they did an entire Cinderella. No, because we didn't see her suffering. She seems fine. She seemed really sad in the beginning. She's literally blue. That's just because she's blue. She, it might just be soot. She looks really sad. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying she doesn't deserve a fairy godmother, panther, man. Um, I just, I just think that like for it to be a Cinderella, we need a stepmother and at least one stepsister and she has to be a servant to them. We've had Cinderella's that have had neither stepmother nor stepsisters before. Yeah. Yeah. The weird Mighty Mouse one where she was like, no, that wasn't the Cinderella. I didn't like that one. I mean, I didn't like that one either. That had the most terrifying horse in it. Mm. If that's your like exhibit A, like. I, I rest my case. Some of the old weird German ones have not had stepmothers or stepsisters. Mm. The really, really weird ones that, you know what? I'm actually undermining my point now. I Let's think just so. move on. Let's move on. Yeah. So anyways, the Pink Panther waves them off. And then as he kind of steps out to make his way into the world again, just walking forward in profile, as I assume he just does with his time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Okay, great. The wand falls down right in front of him, and so, of course, he picks it up. Uh, We hear giggling from above, and it's the witch, but then as soon as she realizes what's happened, she's very mad, and she doubles back. So she comes to a stop on her broom in midair, and she's at the same eye level as the Pink Panther, but then she just hops off her broom and throws it behind her and squares up, and at this point, the Pink Panther is like, a full head taller than her mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. very funny and she looks very angry and she just snatches the wand out of his hand he squares off and his hands are in his like in fists so the witch turns him into like an old-timey stove it's it's a pot-bellied stove yeah like a cast iron pot-bellied stove yep and now this is where we get into sort of traditional Pink Panther shenanigans, because even though he's been turned into a cast iron pop bellied stove, the lid comes off the stove and a long, thin pink arm reaches out and grabs the wand out of the witch's hand and turns her into an orange old-timey vacuum cleaner. Well, presumably not old-timey at the time. Well... It, normal at the time, old. A state-of-the-art vacuum cleaner. It's an upright vacuum cleaner. And and then we have a magic fight, which it's I so love. Great. It's great. Uh, I would like to add that to my list of things I want in, like, every Cinderella, along with, like, an audition for something. Okay. And also Princesses on Parade. We're, we'll add it to the list. I'm perfectly fine with there being a magic battle. Oh, my God. I'm just, I'm just recreating the Swan Princess. You are, but that's okay because the Swan Princess is a really good movie. So the vacuum cleaner rears up on its hind wheels 
and sucks with its massive sucking power the oh, the wand. I don't like that. <laughs> I had a I had a very old timey vacuum cleaner as a child, and the tagline was "Nothing sucks like Electrolux," and it just it made me laugh every time I had to use it. It was a terrible vacuum cleaner. It was the worst. Um, sorry. So yeah. So so it sucks it up into the vacuum and propels it out through its handle somehow mm -hmm. and uses it to turn the pink panther into a gas pump yes but the actual end of the gas pump somehow grabs the wand again and flails and turns the witch who is a vacuum cleaner into a floor lamp now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just like a tall one with a lampshade Yep, 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 you know, like you do. Mm -hmm. The cord of the lamp, the electrical cord with the socket, mm -hmm. kind of coils itself like a terrible tentacle of awfulness mm -hmm. and grabs the wand and uses it to turn the Pink Panther back into himself. Which again, like, was that the intention or was that randomized? It's possible that she was just so mad at him as a concept that she turned it back into himself. Well, we'll have to get into this in the after party because truly the way this wand works is fascinating. I mean, it really, I have a lot of thoughts about it, but since the Pink Panther is the Pink Panther again, he's got like hands. So he grabs the wand away. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, and, uh, um, yeah. and then he, so he has the wand. He mm -hmm. has the wand in his hand and then mm -hmm raises his hand with the wand in it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he waves the hand with the wand and then a bad thing happens yeah what uh what is it talent what what happens what is the next uh transformation in this uh cinderella <laughs> so the witch who as you recall is currently a floor lamp is turned into like a hot lady pink panther in a mini skirt with like eyelashes and she bats her eyes at him mm -hmm. and the pink panther is very into it mm -hmm. and the red hearts of true love appear mm -hmm. and then he, he yeah what what was that talent i didn't i didn't catch that snaps the wand in half. he snaps the wand in half he snaps he the wand in half <laughs> sure does because he's he's done with this magic battle now it's in a really good place for him he would like to not have any more changes happen he does not need any more wishes nope uh this is good thanks he's done now and so is she uh sexy pink panther cat lady mode appears to be fully locked in and What's more than that, like, she seems to be, like, very into him, so I don't even know if the witch is, like, the same person, like, the same consciousness, or if an entirely new pink lady cat panther has been constructed out of just magic. Like, is this a transformation physically or, like, also, like, mentally? Okay, hear me out. Huh. There is an old fairy tale where a prince is helped by like a magic horse and it gets him through a bunch of problems and it solves a bunch of his stuff. And then he has to like kill it 
or it dies in some way. But because it's like served him so faithfully, it turns out that it was actually like the most beautiful queen who was stolen by the fairies and lost years ago and is now freed from its enchantment and is now free to marry him. I think the wand is an enchanted pink pantheress. And by breaking it, the timeline doesn't work. But I think that what happens is he he wants to win this battle and because he's won it, the pink panthers appears to him and then by breaking the wand and giving up his power, she falls in love with him and they are now an item. I... You guys, I wish you guys could see the face that Talon is making at me right now. Like, I wish you guys could see this expression. I want to believe that, <laughs> but, like, it's just, like, that's just not what's happening. Oh, my gosh. So, anyways, he whistles for the broom. It With shows two up. fingers in his mouth. Yeah, like, for a dog. And the Lady Pink Panther is standing in literally, like, ballet second position. Uh-huh. With her hand at her collarbone, like she's a southern belle. And the other one's on her hip. And she's making, like, a very, like, oh, me expression, which I don't understand why. Neither do I. Also, she is wearing a dark pink miniskirt, but she's also not wearing a, a top. So she's she's got sort of, like, a Daffy Duck thing going on where you're like, hey, man, you got to pants or a shirt both or neither just no hmm. not daffy daffy doesn't wear clothes not daffy duck donald duck i know these cartoons i'm not an ancient bug witch it's fine so the broom appears flies in from off screen and the pink panther picks up the lady pink panther by the bottom like he just lifts her by the butt and Seats her on the broom, side saddle, mm -hmm. like a lady. Mm -hmm. And then he gets behind her, and they fly off. And we're back at uh, the beginning pink sky, bright moon, Van Gogh, starry night eyeball scene. And we get their silhouettes as they fly off into the moon, like Jasmine and Aladdin at the end of that movie. And then we're finished. Yeah, like the jazzy music immediately ends. The screen goes black. And then there's credits. Also, we haven't we haven't mentioned it, but you guys have to imagine that the Pink Panther theme song has been playing behind every second of this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I completely tuned it out. It's it's just such a delight because it's such a great piece of music. Yeah, if you say so. It's a great piece of music. So yeah, so that was that was Pinkarella, the Pink Panther. Cinderella, six minutes and 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. But also somehow like three hours of my life. Well, yes. I, I don't know what to tell you about that. So anyways, we're, we're done now. So highs, highs and lows. Highs and lows. Okay. My high is the scene <laughs> where the Pink Panther and Cinderella are just sad together in her shack of a house after the party. Okay. Because we pan onto the Pink Panther and he's sitting on a crate, just kind of slumped over, elbows on his knees, his head just kind of propped up in his hands. He's got this thousand yard stare happening and just the face of a man who's like, oh my God, I messed up. He's very dejected. Um, and then we kind of like linger on him for a while and then we slowly pan to the side 
And then we see Cinderella sitting on the bed exactly the same way with exactly the same expression. And then like the door opens and uh, Elvis Parsley Elvis comes Parsley. in. <laughs> and like, but that moment where they're just both like- that Didn't go well. Having the worst time. Yeah. I, I find it delightful for some reason. That's my high. That's cool. My low is the bit where I can't tell if that's the witch and she's genuinely into the Pink Panther or if that's a different lady who's into the Pink Panther and the witch is just like not there anymore, like in a different dimension or just, I don't know, gone. Um, Like, I don't, I don't know if there's like a little bit of, I, I just, I don't. I think they had an enemies to lovers thing and it just happened real quick. My low is the ambiguity. I just have bad vibes and I don't know if she's like into him or if she's into him because of magic and that feels gross. I don't think she can be into him because of magic because he is so confused that she's turned into a hot lady. Like he is absolutely baffled about this that was not his he's he's shocked you're right that does make me feel better that he didn't like decide that this lady who he's mad at should be a hot pink panther yeah who's into him because his reaction is shock double take like if you planned that probably not like a double take if you planned that yeah okay I, it's still my low, but I, that's, I that's do fine. feel better about it. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad okay, you feel better about it. Thank you. What are your highs and lows? Uh, my high is the music. Just getting to listen to the Pink Panther theme song for six minutes was just, was just great. Are you just like messing with me right now? No, I'm honestly not messing with you. It's a great song. Henry Mancini, phenomenal music. Just having a great time. Really enjoyed the music in this one. I, I swear to you, I, it might be an old people thing. <laughs> what about your low? Mm, I really did not like the witch's single tooth. <laughs> I was fine with the weird Calvin proportions. I was fine with the 50% of her head is nose and chin. I'm fine with that. I would have been fine with snaggle teeth. But just like the one tooth in the bottom. Just oh like you didn't like it mm. i didn't like that at all. i thought it was cute well we had we had a different experience watching this i think we did yes yeah so uh so what would you change about this movie i would have her not turn into a sexy pink panther lady okay or i would have her turn herself into the sexy pink panther lady that would improve this that would have been fun which would be like still like terrible but but better okay okay what about you well i was gonna say i wouldn't make cinderella be literally blue but i kind of loved that it looked really cool especially since everything in her house was normal (laughs) yeah so stylistically that was actually a really cool choice especially with the pink backdrops i I love the color in this. The color in this was absolutely gorgeous. Let's see, what would I change? 
it it would have been fun if she had had a mean stepmother. Yeah. Maybe if instead of Danny DeVito, she worked at the junkyard and like had the mean boss, like the mean boss was her. I don't know. Maybe not. I would have liked to have her have a mean stepmother. Yeah. Or something. That would have been nice. Yeah, even if we only saw them, like, in silhouette in the windows of her house, just, like, wagging a finger at her and, like, making, like, a fist. Yeah, or, yeah, I mean, I would have watched 20 more minutes of this, so it could have... Oh, my God. I would have loved to see a little bit of at least a stepsister, and then a little bit of the princesses on parade, because we just get Cinderella being handed a crown. It would have been nice if we had seen... A little bit of like oh. ugly stepsister shows up and like the camera breaks and they have to bring out a new camera oh, or something that like that would have been that would have been funny I would have liked that so do you think our listeners should watch this I I you could like it's fine <laughs> if you listen to this and you're like not sure if you want to watch it or not then like don't worry about it like you got it you we told you the thing you don't have to watch it. But if you listen to this and you were like, I think I might like to watch it, then yeah, that'll probably be okay for you. You guys should absolutely watch it. It was an absolute riot. It was so much fun. Also, if you've listened to this, you've listened to approximately 90 minutes of us discussing a six-minute movie. So, like, you should really just watch the movie. And that way you can, like, judge for yourself, you know. Which one of us is correct about how weird the Pink Panther Lady bit is at the end? Do you not think that's super weird? The Pink Panther universe is a, a bit of an odd one. And sometimes the Pink Panther is multiple people. There's a lot of murder that doesn't wind up killing anybody. It's like Roadrunner universe rules, sort of. Where, like, Wile E. Coyote can only hurt himself. Gravity doesn't work unless you fall down, like unless you look down. It's a lot of, you can open a, a shadow in a wall and walk into a thing. Yeah, a very... those are all wacky hijinks. This is just like a lady that he's gonna like make out with. I can't help you with this. I am too emotionally perfectly fine with the Pink Panther universe to be upset by this in any way. So it's not that you're wrong. It's that I can't help you. Okay. But I think the listeners should definitely watch this. So, final grade for this movie. I'm going to go with like a, like a solid C. Okay. Some of it was good. I liked like several things about it. But there were a few things that I really didn't like at all. And on the whole, eh. How, how about you? Oh, uh, it's an A. This was great. I loved this. Okay, so we're now balancing out from last week. Yeah, we're now, we're back to where we usually are. We're even in how our experiences of this season have gone. I think now that all is fair and balanced in the world, in the Cinderverse, mm -hmm. I think maybe it's almost midnight. <laughs> I think it's almost midnight. I think it's almost midnight. So thanks for joining us. If you liked <laughs> this episode. <laughs> Please leave us a rating or a review. We'd love to hear from you. So follow us at Cinderpod on Twitter and Instagram, like our Facebook page, or email us at the Cinderella Podcast at gmail.com. 
If you want bibbidi-bobbidi bonus episodes or to hear us discuss this week's Cinderella, but with more adult questions, language, and beverages, join us in the Ever After Party at patreon.com slash cinderpod. Our intro music is Bad Ideas by Kevin McLeod. You can find his music at incompetech.com. So Liv, what are we watching next week? Next week, we're going to watch The Palace. This is another Chinese Cinderella. Um, It looks like it's going to be visually resplendent. I uh, can't tell you what the story is going to be like, but it showed up on several lists of Cinderella's. So if it's not a Cinderella, um, I, I take no responsibility. I see. I noticed that there wasn't a qualifier in front of Cinderella when you said several lists of Cinderella's. Like, just, like, not best Cinderella's. No, just just Cinderella's. I forget where it comes from. It might have been on the list of, like, 12 of the weirdest Cinderella's that you never knew existed. Oh, good. Okay, I'm actually really excited then. Or it might have just been, like, multicultural Cinderella's. I don't remember where I got this one from, but it was on a Cinderella list somewhere, which may or may not have been lying to me. So we're going to watch The Palace next week, and uh, literally, who knows? Could be anything. Okay. Well, until then, uh, we hope you have a happily ever after.